The purpose of this podcast is to educate and inform. It is no substitute for professional care by your doctor or your qualified healthcare professional. Never disregard or delay professional medical advice because of something you've heard on this podcast or in any linked material. Guests who speak on this podcast express their own opinions, experience, and conclusions. Dr. Shirley neither endorses nor opposes any particular opinion discussed on this podcast. The views expressed on this podcast have no relation to those of any academic, hospital, practice, institution, or other entity with which Dr. Shirley may be affiliated. Welcome to Forever Fab, the podcast on fashion, the art of living, and all things beauty. This podcast is curated by Dr. Shirley Madir, MD, as the definitive source of holistic wellness through beauty. Welcome to Forever Fab, the podcast dedicated to fashion, the art of living well, and all things beauty. I'm your host, Dr. Shirley Madeira, your purveyor of this definitive source of living a fabulous and beautiful life. This week's episode is dedicated to letting yourself shine. And who better to discuss this with me than Franklin Myrtle? We are talking today about dapper gents, why dressing up matters. Welcome to my interview with Franklin Myrtle. And Franklin, thank you for joining me. No, thank you. It's my pleasure. Who Clearly are you wearing today? Well, today I'm wearing a custom piece, a.k.a. by Franklin Myrtle. Not The accessory is not clearly mine, but I made them. But the wow. suit is all mine. You really have to see what's in the back of it. Can I turn around so Please, they can see? Please, yes. Show me. Turn around. We're going to have to. Wow. That's it's like, breast cancer awareness, of course. Oh, so that's what you do. That is a beautiful piece. Do you make them for women also? Not yet, but <laughs> soon to be. Soon and to be. for this interview, for this podcast, I am wearing yes. David Ford sunglasses, am I not? Yes, you are. Thank the you. David Ford. You want actually the latest custom presidential David Ford. Presidential, I like yes, that. Yes, indeed. Should I run? Doesn't she look great? <laughs> she looks marvelously Thank great. You. Thank you. Perfectly made for you. Well, I'm going to try something new with this podcast. And typically what I do is research okay. everybody. I dig deep and I try <laughs> to find some information that will allow me to ask poignant, relevant questions. So that is fun for you and me. Of course. But this time, I did no research on you. I'm mm. just going to go off of the vibe when we initially met, and I'm just going to go with that, and I'm going to let the interview roll, and we will let your story unfold as the interview interview wow. moves along. What do you think I of feel, that? I feel honored. Oh, my gosh. Thank you. Yes. I'm excited. The first time we met, Fashion Week, New York Fashion Week. Yes. There she was, just like <laughs> standing there. Everybody was like, who's this beautiful lady? She's very stylish. I'm like, oh, my gosh. I got to go over there and meet her. And it's so yeah. funny. I did the same with you. I walked in, and I thought, oh, my God. I came we over to you, actually. like the, 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 the conversation the vibe was so so neutral it was just like oh my gosh right it was it. it was electric and it was immediate i walked over to you and i was just like okay who yes. are you <laughs> thank victor glimman we gotta thank up we victor have, big up to Vic, victor glimman thank victor. you yes i'm trying to get him on my podcast too but he's mm. pc 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 but congratulations victor on all your success yes all about victor, you, you franklin yes so i did look up just one little little thing on linkedin mm. and your profile states as does your instagram account it states that you are a model an actor a fashion stylist and a host. 
Yes. Tell us about each one of those roles. Wow, where do I start? Anyway, I started fashion model. <laughs> Fabulous life. Well, as a model, I model for nine and a half years. You could say 10 years, round it off. Yes. I have a Lifetime Achievement Awards for that. Congrats. For being, thank you, thank you. For being an international model. Of course, I did a little bit of uh, Sean John, D-Square, Ralph Lauren, yes. Alice Galanga, just to name a few. But I, funny thing about it, I started off with uh, Rip the Runway. I don't know if oh, you remember. Oh, you did? Yeah. I remember Rent the Runway. You started modeling for them? Yes, but the the, <laughs> the number one thing, because it was having one in Palm Beach called Rip the Runway. Oh, Rip. Yes. Oh, I do. So, I think I remember that. Rip also. the Runway. It, it started with BT. I don't know if you remember that BT was doing a Rip the Runway. Yes. So it started with that. And then um, I was the headline because at that time, I literally had an eight pack. Wow. Like, my body was like, now it's like a gem free. Who's your plastic surgeon? My parents. <laughs> <laughs> Good answer. I love my that. Parents. That was a trick question. I love well, that. Well, they were my parents. Good I had answer. to thank them. And the fact that I have a little bit of Caribbean in me, so yes. Yes, of all course. All that natural. That lean, that lean. Of course. So you have an international award for being a model. Yeah, international model as international well as a fashion model. stylist. Fashion stylist. Now talk yeah. to me about styling. Styling. I love styling. See, I'm wondering, well, by the way, when am I going to style you again? Um, soon. Soon. Define <laughs> soon, My parents. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the, soon, my darling. Soon. Okay. I clearly use your help, so yes. Oh, indeed. Thank you. <laughs> to answer your question, yes. you definitely will need my help. I don't think you need my help as much, but I'll be your assistant. Well, thank okay. you. As far as styling goes, to answer your question, yeah. styling is something I've been doing all my life. I simply stated that because my mother used to work with Gucci. Oh. And then... Um, so Gucci's in the jeans. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> Somewhat in the jean. Um, but she had a boutique in Florida, in Boca Raton, Florida. Mm -hmm. So I always used to go there, and she would have me say, stay in, the, uh, in a boutique at a time when clients comes in. Yes. So long story short, I'll be the one doing the styling. Oh. Yes. Wow. But I couldn't go into fashion until I got a degree. Got it. Now we'll, so, we'll talk to we'll talk about that. Actually, mm -hmm. that's a good segue. Yeah. Speaking of getting a degree, yeah. you actually studied ultrasonography, ultrasound. Ultrasound. But you know, here's the thing about it. Yeah. I first I majored in computer programming. Okay. Ultrasound. You know, it's computer. It's close. Yes. <laughs> but I wanted to work for IBM. So what they did, they picked up and went overseas. So at that time. The gentleman said, I quote, we can only offer you $9.75 an hour. Wow. Then I was like, $9.75 all that schooling? Then I went home and I told mom, they offered me $9.75. She's like, for what exactly? Just for what exactly? Right. And she's like, no, just go back to school. So I went back to school and I yes. became an ultrasound technologist. Got it. So my first job it was at $21.25 an hour much better than 9.75 of course so i look at the fact if i would have stick with 9.75 it probably would have take me maybe 10 years to get to that $21 with the yeah, rates like perhaps yes now how did you transition from being an ultrasound tech to fashion because i i was fed up i literally was fed up with the 9 to 5 okay. so i was like Got to get up. I'm always on call. So for two years straight, I two years straight, I worked seven days a week. I know all about that, my friend. Seven days a week. <laughs> I was at the hospital. From the hospital, I was at a cardiologist's office. Yes. So I was like, on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, I would work at the hospital. Monday through Thursday, I would work at the cardiologist's office. office. So I was like, yeah. I literally didn't have a life. Okay. So 
when I fin- when I kept looking, it's like, okay, I need to get back to fashion. I kept looking at some of my friends that I knew. It was like, oh, they doing this. They doing this, Sean John, this. Yeah. I'm like, oh, Lord, I need to get out there. <laughs> so when I spoke to my mother, she was like, you know you fashion royalty. I'm like, I am? She was like, yeah. Like, I'm not mine. I know you're a fashion designer. She's like, your great grandparents were fashion designer. Oh. Your grandparents were fashion designer. And, you know, I'm a, a celebrity stylist. I was like, wait, why didn't you tell me that before? She's like, you need to know that on your own. Mm. So, long story short, in September of 2006, yes. I was like, here's my two weeks' notice. Wow. Yes. So since September 2006. I haven't had a regular 9 to 5 since You have then. never had a regular 9 to 5. Oh, You've no. never looked at an ultrasound again. I looked at it when, <laughs> <laughs> in terms when I got, certain times I get called as a specialist. Because, yes. you know, it's like you got to keep your medical license. Yes. So long story short, it's like, yeah, but 9 to 5, no. I can't imagine when you walk into the hospital with your style. Yes. Everything must stop. Even the machines must stop. Mm. Like beep, 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 beep. Even the machine wanted an ultrasound. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about fashion candy. and why you love it so much. What does it mean to you? What? Why is fashion so much a big part of your life? Well, fashion is such a big part of my life. It means a lot to me. Consider the fact that we are fashion. We are where we we I. People say fashion. I'm like, what does that mean exactly? Because you do wear clothes 24-7. Yes. You do style yourself. So all, all together, you've been a fashion or fashionista all your life because True. you've been wearing clothes ever since you were a kid. So it means so much to me because I love dressing up. I love yes, making it shows. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> I love when people say, you look great. You look wonderful. Yes. I love what you're wearing. Yeah. You suave. So I got, <laughs> so got the nickname of suaveologist. Suaveologist. I'm yes. writing that down. Is there an E at the end of that? Was it S U A V O? No, it's S U S U A V E. Oh, there is an or, E. Yes. Oh, okay. Suave. Suave. I got it. We're going to hashtag that. Of course, you know, suave <laughs> means cool, calm, and collective. I'll just mean yes. to study. So That's put it right. all together, suaveologist. I love it. Mm-hmm. So, why do you believe it's important to have? So, let's make a little bit of a distinction between fashion okay. and style. Okay. So, you mentioned that everyone is sort of their own fashionista, their own stylist, because we wake up every morning and we decide what to wear. Correct. Now, what about style? How is that different from fashion for you? Well, well, it's different because you looked at it. Certain people will, will love to wear name brands. Mm-hmm. Uh, for example, if you were to say um, Valentino, yes, or speaking Gucci, of. yes, speaking yes. Of, which you <laughs> fabulously wear quite well. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. So certain people like would love to wear name brands, mm-hmm. not necessarily very stylish with it, if that makes sense. I understand. So if you understand it, someone who's very advanced with fashion, right? You could give them a budget, say five hundred dollars, yes. versus someone who's wearing a five thousand dollar budget. The yes. person who's wearing five hundred dollar budget looks more extravagant than the person that's wearing five thousand dollars. Got it. Because he or she took their time to put it together okay. and make a statement piece out of it. So there was some intentionality to of it, of course. And that's what you think distinguishes fashion from style. Yes. I think I like that. I like that intention. Yes. And what does the choice of clothing say about a person, regardless of budget? If, you know, I wake up one morning and I'm, and I'm going to wear a Moschino T-shirt versus, <laughs> right? So what does the choice of clothing say about a person? What the choice of clothing says about a person, it says a lot. Okay. For example, if you wear something like, let's just say a chino you're wearing, right? You want to make sure it's 
at least iron. It's well crisp. You don't just want to wake up and just put it on. It's like, wait, hold on a second. You're wearing something nice, but it's not neat. Yeah. It has to be perfectly. It's like more it's gotta be like nice perfe- and neat. Yes, more like a perfectionist. Mm, mm-hmm. Okay, so if someone wears a t-shirt and it's all crimp, crinkle, crinkled, wrinkled, crumpled, whatever, then maybe that person, what do you say, is not really caring about how he or she looks. That person doesn't care about themselves. Ah, because you, you, if you looked at it, a well-dressed person say you a well mannerism. Yes, you have to be that way. You carry yourself. Well, you must do so at 24-7. I don't care if you're getting up in the morning, you're going to throw the trash away. <laughs> you want to look at your best. But I have to admit, I throw the trash away in my PJs. It's understood, but look stylish with it. <laughs> I, do have cute, I do have cute PJs. I do. I do. That's good. Wonderful. You said something about um, manners, and I, I'm trying to find a quote here. I think it was by Tom Ford. Didn't Tom Ford say something about dressing well is a form of good manners? Something yes, he to did. that effect. I'm yes, paraphrasing, but yes, I really did. agree with that, and, and I, think that's, I think that's on point, at least my perspective. Yes, now, I speaking agree. of clothing and choice of clothing, sometimes you didn't get to choose your clothes because you were a model, so clothes were given to you. Yes, um, and still, thank you. For that. Yeah, still, right, <laughs> thanks for that. Mm-hmm. How were you discovered, or how did you personally break into the, the modeling industry? Because I know there are a lot of people who aspire to be models, but it doesn't quite happen. Well, I funny things were brought that up, um, that the industry... One day I was watching. I don't want to give that person that much credit. Oh, but okay. <laughs> is it okay to say his name? Uh, as you, whatever you're comfortable with. Well, I was watching Tommy Hilfiger oh, one day. Okay. Um, I remember when he used to have the Wu Tang. I don't remember Wu Tang. Yes. One of the brothers like modeling for them. Afterward, he made a statement, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Wow, interesting." This guy's introduced you to urban part of your brand yet again you have the audacity to make a statement like that so I was like no I want to make a difference so I spoke it over my mother she was like well look at me I work with Gucci it was good it was bad but at the same token I've been there for quite some time so you could always make a difference so I was like you know let me bring into the modeling world so what I did before I knew I wanted to be a model yes I got in the gym. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so you put in the work. I put in the work. Yeah. And I happened to have like an eight pack. So happened to have like an eight pack. <laughs> well, I think you worked my for My parents were my plastic surgeon. Okay. So in terms of genetic wise, yes. if you know what I mean. Yes, you're blessed. So yes, um, got in the gym, put yeah. in the work, yes. and took care of my skin. And yeah, yeah I did rip the runway and rip the runway. And next thing you know, Ford agency started calling. Wow. And in Cape Town, South Africa, and all over the place. So. Wow. And then when I did Mercedes-Benz Fashion Week in Miami, yes. so I, I walked in and just like literally in a Speedo. At that time, I must admit I wasn't comfortable at the time, but yes. I walked in a Speedo and yes. everyone was talking about my body. So Yes. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Did you feel objectified when people were talking about your body and not taking the time necessarily to get to know you? It was all about abs, 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 abs. <laughs> I did to an extent, but I love the fact that when they called me the black Bruce Lee body cut. Wow. Yes. Like literally. If we're going to need, you know what? I'm going to do a side by side. Please okay. send me a photo of your eight pack abs and I'm going to put Bruce Lee next to it. You, I will. You'll see. <laughs> You'll see like the I black believe Bruce you. Lee body cuts. Yes. I believe you. Well, congratulations. I think well, you've done you. well and you continue to do well. Thank you. And I really appreciate the fact that you took the initiative and decided to use your God-given gifts and your parental-given gifts, yes. you know, of, of your health and your well-being and your beauty, and you use that to 
make a statement and to take a stand. So I applaud you for that. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. Now, speaking of modeling, I'd like to ask you about the standards of modeling. Do you think they're different for men uh, than they are for women? And if so, why? Why? I mean, yes, men are from Mars, women are from Venus, etc. But in terms of the standards of modeling, are there more expectations from women about women and less so for men? Why is it different, if it is? Yes and no. It, it diff- different in so many ways. For me, I had a hard time at first because I'm only 5'11", mm. but I will tell only you. Only 5'11". <laughs> well, I simply said it's only 5'11", Consider the fact that it required for you to be six feet or taller. I see. All so right, what, I did, what I did is this, right? But <laughs> there's many ways you could cheat. You wore platforms. Well, did you wear platforms? Well, I will tell you. America. Just <laughs> follow me there. So what I did is this. I remember the time that I was going to a fashion show. And um, now I'm, so, I'm sorry, a casting for a fashion show. Yes. And every model's had to be six feet tall. Yes. Then I'm 5'11". I was like, hmm, what can I do to make myself six feet tall? So I had a pair of Timberlands at yes. that time. that was like, oh, no, you got to take your shoes off. At that time, I was like literally 5'11". I was yes. like, gosh. I was stressing out. I'm like, what am I going to do? So I'm like, socks, socks. Doctor shows. So what I did, I ah! wore three pair of socks. Yes. <laughs> and at first, I put the doctor shows inside of it. No yes. one even noticed. I wore three pair of socks, which yes. is really thick. Yes. And it was cold at the time. Yes. So when I came back to the cast, then it's like, wait, wasn't you here earlier? And I'm like, I came by, but I didn't get a chance to cast. Um, I'm here to cast. And it was like, well, let's check out your heights. And it was like literally like six and a half. Wow. So. You made it. You I made, made the it. cut. I made it. <laughs> With Dr. Scholes. Dr. Scholes. Thank I'm you, Dr. Scholes. Of course. Well, there's some of the things, if you look at certain women, they wear heels just to you know, give them a little yes, boost. So, I do. Yeah. Yes. So, how does um, the modeling world vary from men to women, young yes. women? It just, certain things that I see young women go through. They shouldn't have to go through that, uh, particularly dark-skinned models, because mm. um, I went through some of that, but I didn't let it bother me at all. Got it. So the difference is, for me, I'm going to go get them. You're never going to say no to me. Okay. Yes. You never take no for an answer. Yes. The door is closed. The window is shut down. Can I bust a window? Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you know what? You don't look like you'd be busting very many windows because you are so dapper. Well, thank you. Thank <laughs> you don't you. look as if you would ever get a scratch on you. But but thank mm. you for being persistent. Thank you. And it obviously has served you well in your career. Mm-hmm. You did. You felt that you did what you had to do to get the job done, to get of your course, job. Of and course. to break into modeling. For someone who is an aspiring model and they're just getting started, what advice would you offer them? The advice I would give someone who just started in the modeling world. One, know your market. Mm. Two, find a model, whether it's a female model or male model, that you guys similar to. Follow their path. See what they're doing. See what they're doing to get booking. Make sure you get with a photographer. Make sure you get with a reputable agency that's going to represent you. Mm -hmm. Um, Take your craft seriously. Of course, you have to. If if someone tells you, you're going to get probably like a thousand no before you get 500 yes. Right. Or even the one yes, right? Precisely. Mm. But keep in mind, all that is preparations yeah. just to make you better. Right. So, all yes. All the no's help to make you a better person. Of course. Of course. Enough. Turn the no's into yeses. Turn the no's into yeses. I know um, several models, and I... 
actually have been really impressed by the level of professionalism. Not that mm -hmm. I expected anything different. It's just that they really take their career as a career. Of course. And they are on the shoot. They are early, if not, you know, on time. They're ready to go. They're professional. They're kind. They do their work. They follow instructions. I mean, it's really impressive how... Maybe it has changed. Maybe there have always, I'm sure there have always been very professional models, but it seems as if um, a lot of the newer generation of models are taking it um, like a job. You have to. Um, whether you're doing a, a promo free shoots yeah. or you're getting paid for it, yeah. for me, I do both, both of them the same way. Right. Because right. you just never, sometimes like the non-paid gigs brought you a lot of paying gigs. Interesting. Yes. Yeah. And always be professional about it. Yes. Always, no matter what. Well, kudos to the models out there. I know it's hard, hard <laughs> work. Oh, yeah. But it's they a... look beautiful doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. How do you choose what to wear on a daily basis? Is it I choose based on my mood and, of course, the weather. But you how do you see? choose? See, that tells you she's a fashion. That clearly tell you a fashionista. Oh, really? Because I do the same way, too. Oh, okay. Based on the mood. Based on, based on the, the weather, how I'm like feeling. It's just like, yes. Unless I'm going to a gala, you know. Yes. You might have said gala, but right. unless I'm going to something like that magnitude, yes. Right. Other than that, I'd based on the mood. Right. Just like, so unless someone is telling you what the dress code is, yes. if there's no dress code, then it's based on mood and weather. Of course. Ding, ding, Which ding, I, got I don't right. too much agree with the dress code. You should go as freely as you want to. Cause like, you look at it this way. Let's just say today you go to Brooklyn Museum, right? Yes. It's a gala there night. You have to wear the tuxedo. The next day, there's nothing there. So what right. do you wear the next day? Yeah. <laughs> so it's like you going to the same place but two different See. venues, kind of like, hmm, okay. Speaking of the Brooklyn Museum, did you know that there's a Pierre Cardin exhibit? Yes. Mm, I have yet to see it. Mm, Maybe we'll go we should go together. Mm, that would like be that. perfect. Okay. <laughs> Some men are challenged by the idea of dressing up every day. Mm -hmm. As a stylist, may you offer some tips or advice for do-it-yourself styling? Of course. What would you say? Well, number one, I would ask him, while you challenge, you be dressed up every day. Mm. That should be part of your persona. That's something you should be doing every day. But my, 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 my number one tip to them, make sure you get a nice shoes, brown, particular brown, brown. Make sure it matches your belt as well, too. Take pride of wearing it. Make sure you get it nice and clean. Make sure, please, and please, I must say, please again. Yes. Okay? Shine. <laughs> shine. shine. You must do so. so Take even, pride of wearing it. So even if the outfit isn't necessarily all of that, you're saying finish it. Yeah, finish it. shoe, yes. shine Yes, shoe. yes. Take pride of doing so. I, I believe that does work. Sometimes when my outfit is, yeah. Mm -hmm. The shoe really Yes, it. because most of the time, if you looked at it, some, someone who really knows fashion, he or she going to put their hair down. They're going to look at your shoes first. Okay. From your shoes, they're going to go look at your waistline. Then they look up. <laughs> Thank yes. goodness. I yes. wear voluminous, voluminous yeah. clothing. Yes. <laughs> Trust oh, me. Pay attention. Okay. I believe that fashion and beauty sit on the same spectrum, and I know some people don't. I, some people think fashion is on one side and beauty is completely someplace else. Some people think it's higher, lower, whatever. I happen to think they sit along the same continuum, and that continuum for me embodies wellness. That's my, that's my thing. Mm -hmm. So let's talk beauty a little bit. Yes. And your skin is lovely. Wow, thank you. Mm -hmm. and you Yours is you beyond amazing. You. And you said when you were breaking into the modeling industry, you did the work. You yes. took care of your body, you took care of your mind, yes. and you took care of your skin. Of course. So what, let me ask you first, 
I know. I think I know the answer. Do you have a skincare regimen? Yes and no. Oh, yes and no. So please yeah. explain. Well, I said a yes and no because I drink a lot of water. Oh, my goodness. I stay yes, drinking water. Do. Good for you. And I, I love eat that. all organic food. All organic. Yes. Any particular diet? Are you vegan? Are you paleo? Are you plant-based? I, I have high metabolism. Believe it or not, I just I go with the flow. But like I, I do use the regular aloe. Yes. Yeah, I wash my hair with it. Give yes. it that smooth skin. and use yes. it on my skin. I, I do all that stuff. So aloe is your secret ingredient? Yes. Aloe vera is your secret ingredient? Yes. Okay. So do you have steps to your routine? Do you cleanse, then you tone, and you moisturize? I, I do cleanse yes. and, and exfoliate. Okay. Exfoliate. How yes. often? Very important for you to exfoliate. And how often do you exfoliate? I try to do it every day. Okay. okay. <laughs> yes. I, got I do, it. try to do it every day. I got it. I personally and, um, exfoliate three times a coconut week. Coconut oil works for you. Too. And coconut oil on your face. Yes. Got it. Mm-hmm. I like that. I'm getting all these secrets. <laughs> <laughs> what is one fashion or beauty item that you absolutely will not leave home without? Wow. <laughs> Interesting. You like that question, don't you? What is one I would... Pull that one out of life. Mm. Who knows? That's a great question. Why, thank you. That's a great question. I applaud you for that. I thank you so very much. One thing I would not leave home without. Yes, and it could be a fashion item or it could be a beauty item. On your way here today to do the podcast, what was there one thing that you said, oh, yes, I must take this? I must take this. Well, first of all, I would say my three-piece suit. The three-piece suit. <laughs> yeah, that I did. Yes. I love <laughs> so, that pink. I really do. Well, thank you. It's a hot pink. Thank you so hot much. Hot pink. I love it. Breast cancer awareness. Absolutely. So I support all the way through. I would say the number one thing, well, I can't leave home without my wallet. Oh, Got to have that. Of course. Just Gotta, in case you see something on the way course. in Madison or in Soho or oh, in Brooklyn. All that. On Atlantic. Anywhere, And if right? I'm having lunch with the doctor, so of course. <laughs> <laughs> um... That's that. Um, I cannot leave home without pulling some colognes on. Okay. Definitely got to smell good. You what just kind never of know. Fragrance person are you? I don't want to give the designer names okay, out like that. To. Just but. Do you like citrus? Do you like? Ah, she knows my things. I picked up mm. on it. Very nice. Thank you. All right. Yes. There's one thing that you do that I really enjoy. You. I don't know if you do this with everyone. I presume you do, but you send you send me inspirational quotes and motivational quotes and affirmations, yes. and you do that by text. And they seem spiritual in nature, not just you know motivational, but they seem spiritual in nature. How did this start, and why is that important to you? It's very important to me because I'm in a circle of friends of people that I meet on a regular. Since most people said I'm, I'm doing very well, and to me I'm doing quite well for myself, I want to make sure that I motivate them every morning, every mm-hmm. afternoon, every second. That themselves could do very well as well. Because if you're in a circuit, everybody is strong. Yes. going to motivate you to help other people as well, too. I like it. So I love, I, it's something I've been doing ever since, wow, since high school, I would really? say. Really? Yes. Well, I'm honored to be part of that list. Yeah, because I was the captain of my team. So being a captain, you want to like, you not just want to be a leader. You just want to make sure everyone's on the team is very strong. Yes. And once they leave you or they branch out a little bit, yes. and they could lead as well. 
Excellent. And what yeah. what sport did you play? What team? Did oh, you I play to? everything. I play basketball, football, lacrosse. I even play oh. tennis. I still play tennis. I'm wow. good at. It. Very competitive. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, we're gonna have to play because I'm not so good at it. Mm, we'll work on that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to work on it. Yeah. I came from a tennis family, and I went to tennis camp when I was younger. Nice. But I, I I veered more towards archery. Like any opportunity I can get. Mm. To shoot a bow and arrow, I'm all about it. Not at animals, Wonderful. just that you know, at a target. Yes, not at course, animals, no. of course. It, you know, as tennis, I could tell you to the biggest superstar in the Uh-oh. league. We grew up together, and their fathers teach me how to play tennis. Where is Rafa? Mm. We should send this out to Rafa. Rafa, if you're listening, and I'm sure you are listening to this podcast and in Spain. Just to give you a tip, we Palm Beach, Florida. Come to Palm Beach, Florida. Franklin Myrtle will take you on, and I'm going to be there front row, front row. Mm, nice. <laughs> we do it in Delray Beach. Delray Beach. Oh, yeah. Franklin, you stated that you want to accomplish as many of your dreams as possible, as many of your dreams that you could fit into your fabulous life. Yes. What would you say are your top dreams that you have yet to, to fulfill or to come to fruition, that have yet to come to fruition? What would they be and what okay. would you want to do next? Not in a particular order. No My order. top dreams would yeah. be okay, traveling the entire world. Traveling the world. Okay. I've traveled like 46 different countries so far. but 46? Well, as a model, yes. as a fashion stylist, and yeah. So I've traveled 46 different countries. Because wow. I remember incredible. the time that I was staying in West London, I had to go to Milan for a cast. And as I took the train, you know, yes. you took the train yes, there, so it was pretty fun. Yeah. And I was like, hmm, why not? Let me go to Geneva while I'm there. So it was fun. So I, I love to travel. Yes, I do. So that would be one thing. Yes. Another thing that I notice a lot, uh, whether you're here in New York or out of New York or wherever you may be, you see a lot of homeless people. Mm-hmm. That bothers me a lot. Yeah. Because I looked at it as enough wealthy people in this world that could help out. I wish that I could build like a a big building or what have you that I could put all of them in there and have them work or something to keep them off the streets. So that bothers me a lot. That's very humanitarian of you. Thank you. That's one of the things. The other thing is like I've I've always wondered, why don't we all get along? (laughs) I've always wondered that. <laughs> that Seriously, is quite philosophical. Why so much animosity? Why do we fight so much? I've always been curious about that. I'm not sure if there's an answer, and if there is, it's probably pretty complex. But if if you look at it from this way, right, it doesn't pay to be nice. If I say you look gorgeous, what you do? Thank you. Okay, you welcome. I'm pretty sure you have a better day, right? As opposed to me being mean all the time, it's like, what's going on with you? Right. Smile. Yeah, it might be miserable. Exactly. But I don't think people see it that way because why I'm not? Sure, why? Why do you? Th- yeah, I think that might yeah that might be you know for a therapist to answer. <laughs> <laughs> why are you so miserable? Um, I think there are just so many reasons, and people perhaps feel overwhelmed with different aspects of their lives. But in my opinion, regardless of what you're facing, and maybe this sounds really simplistic, mm-hmm. and I don't mean to simplify it, but I do think that when you're facing things, life, mm-hmm. you always have an opportunity to make a decision. And the decision will be how you respond to that stressor. For example, if something okay. is stressful, I think you do have an opportunity to say, okay, this really freaking sucks. However, I'm just going to process and do the best that I can and 
and not take it out on other people, for example. Understand. There's always a choice I think we can make. And maybe that choice doesn't come immediately, which is understandable. We're only human. Mm-hmm. But I think that as long as you get to that place where you're like, you know what, let me just try to take a deep breath, get some perspective, and try to shift the energy around a little bit, then to your point, we'd be less miserable. Yes. But do you agree that certain people make themselves miserable? Oh, yes. I think there are some people who just invite it because maybe that's all that they're familiar with in their history, in their childhood. And what's familiar is somewhat comfortable, even though it's painful. I mean, it's it's intense. We can go, that is the subject of yet another podcast. Of course. Because <laughs> I've always said this, right? God gave us the greatest greatest gift on earth, which right. is a mind to think differently from others. Yes. It's like you could be the poor. I don't think people are poor. I would say you might be broke at the moment, but mm-hmm. there's so many things you could do to get out of that poverty. Yeah. Different mindset. I, yeah, there, I do believe that there is a poverty mindset. Um, there, there is a lot of frank, abject poverty in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's, we have work to do. Indeed. We have work to do. Indeed. Last question, my fabulous friend. This <laughs> is called a Fab Five. Fab Five. Fab Five. Fab Five, Freddie. Not Freddie. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. That was a cute name. I, I was just making sure. Five, five, Freddie. Just Got the it. Fab Five. The Fab Five are your top five recommendations for living your most beautiful life ever. So I'm going mm. to write these down. So give me five things that you would tell our esteemed and beautiful listeners the that, f- that they would do fab to improve five. their lives. Yes. Okay. Not in particular order. No okay? particular order. I'll just write them down. I would say definitely have a clear conscience and meditate. Ooh. Meditation would be one. Okay. Meditate. That's yes. number one. Okay. I like it. Number two. You would have to pray. Not in, not in particular order. Pray. Definitely pray God and thank him for everything. Whether you're having a bad day, you're having a bad moment, you're having a good day, you're having whatever it may be, just definitely thank them. Isn't that ironic? You have to be grateful for the bad moments, too. Of course you have to be because... At least you're having a moment. Yes. You're alive to least. have the moment. Because I've always said this, like, if you looked at it, you get up, you land in bed, or you get up, you praying. You're not in the hospital. True. You're not in jail, which is nobody want to be there. You're not yeah. dead. You, yeah. Well, eventually, one of, we're going to have to go at one yes, point, but we'll you want to stay away dead, from right? those. So yes. if you're alive, is everything else is perfectly fine. Yes. Another way. Number three. Three. Make sure you get your financial <laughs> status in, on point. Yes. Definitely. Because if you're well off, you could help other people. If you're not, yes. you cannot. True. So, yes. Or you can help with time. Yes, time is very important. Use you can your help th- with your creativity oh, and other things, but it is important to get your financial status on point. Speaking like of that. that, I would say time. Make sure you use your time wisely. Number four, use your time wisely. I like mm-hmm. that. And, and what's number five? Five would have to be do travel. I simply stated that because once you travel, you have a totally different mindset. Mm. You see the world completely differently from everyone else. Beautiful. Yes, and if we're talking about being rich, and of course you got those things that get you there. And I, I had to add number six in there. Oh, we got a bonus. I like it. Number yes. six, I'll take it. Health is wealth. Health is wealth. That True. should be like the number one, possibly the number one for me. Okay, then I'll, yes. I'll change that to number <laughs> one. <laughs> yeah, health no is wealth. Order, but I'll yes. change that to number one. Yes, health is wealth. Franklin, this was so fun. 
Well, I'm here with you, of course, in that fabulous fab- team. So. And these glasses are just everything. Yes, really they was made for you. Well, I thank you. They were made for you. I'll keep them. I'll keep them. <laughs> of thank course. you for the gift. Not only thank you for the gift mm-hmm. of the glasses, but thank you for the gift of your time and your presence on this podcast. No, thank you for really having me. I enjoyed you. it. Do I have to leave so soon? Well, you could stay as long as you Of course, the I'm podcast staying. podcast will be over. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Thank, thank you, you so. listeners. You've been listening to my interview with Franklin Myrtle on Dapper Gents, why it's important to dress up every day. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Forever Fab podcast. Until next time, stay fabulous inside and out. Thank you, Franklin. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Forever Fab, the podcast on fashion, the art of living, and all things beauty, curated by Dr. Shirley Madir, MD. Live beautifully and help make the world a more beautiful place.